0: Welcome to BevCamp's production of Conversation with the Candidates. I'm Maria Decker, your host for this segment. Today we'll be talking with Adam Hartman, who is a candidate for Ward 2 School Committee. Welcome, Adam.
1: Thank you very much. Nice to be here.
0: Nice to have you today. Would you give our viewers about a two-minute opening statement describing yourself, your family, your education, your career, something personal?
1: Okay. Um, uh, Born on the North Shore, raised on the North Shore, pretty much Beverly, Danvers, Salem area. Okay, i traveled the entire country, and I would say that this area is my favorite, except for maybe San Francisco. Um, uh, I strongly oppose Common Core and park testing. Um, I'm into physical fitness, my education. I graduated from uh, North Shore Tech uh, with a degree in collision repair technology, um, which is auto body, Uh, you know. Uh, fixing cars and things like that. That was extremely helpful to me in the, over the course of my life, having that in my pocket, having that in my hip pocket. And um, I am an ultra-right-wing fiscal conservative. I believe in moral values. Uh, I believe in Jesus. And um, would you like me to keep going? Yeah, you got a couple more. Um, I don't have any family uh, to speak of. Um, uh, I have right now uh, at this time I'm um, in the uh, I'm currently restoring an old farmhouse from 1681 on Newball Street It was the Redmond oh. I think it was the Redmond the Redmond homestead
0: okay where on Newball Newball
1: Street it's one it's like one the, the numbers are all screwed up on Newball New Street but it's uh basically it's the House from 1681, and every other house was built in 1950, okay. so you could probably figure that one mm-hmm. out. It's across from that, that's, that church St. John's there. St. Yeah. And,
0: and it was moved at one point. It was moved. They moved it
1: I, right off the street.
0: Because it had slave headquarters underneath, I think. Oh, it did. In the Underground Railroad, if I remember correctly. I didn't know that. Mm.
1: that, that didn't, I don't even think the owner knows that. Yeah. Yep.
0: I remember that from, I grew up in Raymond Farms, so oh, okay. that old family history.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I'm not sure you would find anybody in this city who doesn't recognize the need for and support a new middle school. But there's a lot of concern over that one hundred and ten million dollar price tag. Well,
1: I heard one hundred and twenty seven, but that's go it, ahead.:
0: It's down to one hundred and ten. Okay. Okay. Uh, a little shy of one hundred and ten right now. Could you share some thoughts on the project?
1: I think it's the most beautiful school i've've I attended the meetings, saw all the the architects' plans and everything. Okay, it's the most beautiful piece of architecture I've ever seen, right? But unfortunately, I can't afford one hundred and ten million dollars i don't think I don't think the city can afford one hundred and ten million dollars if you see the the, the, project, the projections of when they're gonna need the money, by what certain dates. There's a few months in there that are not, the money's not there, okay? But uh, it's a beautiful school. I very, very, very much wish the city could have a school like that. But um, you know, if you don't have the money, uh, you shouldn't undergo an undertaking like that. I, w- I wish I would be very much in favor of uh, a community raised uh, the community somehow putting some type of an account together where people would maybe like a bonding some type of like a bond where people could in, from the city could invest and bring that get that money that extra money
0: municipal bonds you're
1: talking well uh, any not i'm not getting into you know exactly that mm-hmm. thing i'm trying to say that the city 40,000 residents of beverly would would if you want this school should you know raise some money you know independently for that school cash money mm-hmm. into some kind of an account where, where the city could have access to it. I mean, that's very broad, that's a very broad, I'm painting very broad strokes, but that's just something that, I, that I've thought about mm-hmm. personally.
0: You. Have you had a chance to go into the current middle school Briscoe building?
1: No, I, I ride by it every day. I, oh, wait, Briscoe, Briscoe, um, yes, I have, matter of fact, From yes. From
0: 1923.
1: Yeah, steam build. heat,
0: steam heat, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, nice old building. Yeah. Um, if you are successful in your run, mm. there will be four new members mm. on the school committee mm. in the next term. Yep. In addition to that challenge, what other challenges do you see for the school committee face that they would face in the coming year and then in the coming few years?
1: Uh, drug epidemic. Uh, public schools absolutely saturated, saturated with, not, with drugs, both legal and illegal, prescription drugs, mm-hmm. you know, alcohol, cigarettes. Um, in my in my experience, I mean, it was just everywhere. When I, uh, you know, I um, I went to North Shore Tech, but I hung around with a lot of the people from, like, Danvers High. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was, like, the drug capital of, I mean, that, that's, like, that was just, it was just stuff was everywhere. And uh, that's a real problem. I don't think that, I have, I'm very soft on drugs, but I don't think that children should be doing that kind of thing. I think it should be more like alcohol, where it's, where you, you know, where it's, you have to be a certain age, it's legalized and you have to be a certain age to do it, and that way the children would not have access to it and that therefore would not be you know, hurting their developing brains. No problem with, with drugs at all, just wait until you're 21, 22 years old to start doing that stuff, as opposed to as, as low as sixth grade, the kids are starting to do that, you know? That's a real problem, that's, gonna, that's called narco-terrorism.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you. How do you plan to bring yourself up to speed on the workings of a school committee, as well as the many, many issues the school district is facing?
1: I thought about this in great, great detail. And I would like to get maybe five or six people to help me. I would like to have volunteers take phone calls, meet, take the emails, come up with some type of reports, get together like their own little committee then pass the report on to me, and then I could go in and vote the way that they wanted to. So basically putting, getting more people you know, involved in the process, like gets another five people doing work and having an opinion and having a voice, I mean, that really can't hurt. I mean, it's free, they'd be volunteers. It's not like, you know, I think that would be something that could be very helpful.
0: As a school committee representative, you get a small stipend. <clears throat> yourself. Okay. The elected officials do right. that. Um, and as a school committee representative, um, there's a mandatory training called mm. Charting the mm-hmm, Course that mm-hmm. all across the state, all new school committee members have to go through that. So that helps to bring you up to par on, on what the yeah. legal role of a school committee representative is. For nearly 20 years, the district has participated in the MCAS testing mm. as a tool to assess student performance and as a gauge to determine graduation. Uh-huh. The past two years, the district has participated in park testing mm. on a pilot mm. basis in place of MCAS testing. Yet just the other day, a recent study commissioned by the state of Massachusetts showed that park test, which is based on the Common Core, as you know, is no better at predicting college readiness than the MCAS test or the SAT. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would you share some thoughts with our viewers on both the PARCC test and the Common Core?
1: Okay. Well, when we took the MCAS, in, when I was in high school, we took the MCAS, it was a joke. Nobody took it seriously. There was even some people who purposely tried to get every answer wrong because that would be more of an anomaly. It would, and, then you know if you got a a seventy-five, you understand that would that would really screw up the computer mm-hmm. that took the thing. I I think it's a joke. You cannot judge people by standardized testing. It's a waste of time. Um, that's my personal opinion on it. Uh, I don't I don't want the federal government. I want as little, little to do with the federal government as humanly possible. I don't want them. I don't want Obamacare. I don't want Common Core testing. Just just, just get your own house in order, federal government. Before, you know, get your seventy trillion dollar debt paid off before you start dealing with me. Do worry about your own problems, and then we'll talk about Common Core testing.
0: So, do you have some ideas for what would be used as a graduation requirement, as opposed to the statewide MCAS test or the PARC test? Um,
1: I, I, you just got to. I mean, it's it's it's, 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 the only, it's the child's personal. You know, what's the word? uh, Constitution, whether he's going to, you know, just let, leave it up to the kid. If the kid wants to be successful, the kid wants to work hard and continue his education and get a job and be a doctor and drive a Porsche and wear $1,000 suits, then if that's what the kid wants to do, he's going to do it. If the kid wants to go on welfare and sit in front of Judge Judy and eat Cheetos all day and sit down on the porch and smoke cigarettes, then, then that's what's going to end up happening, okay? And there's nothing that anybody can do about it. Not a darn thing that anybody can do about it. It's up to the kid. Um, I mean, what else can I say about that? It's up to the child, it's up to the child to do do the right thing, you know?
0: And so the graduation requirements that we have today, you would be in the local ones within the city, you were in support of those as well? Or
1: I mean it's whatever whatever the the public school, you know, Okay, federal government stay out of it. Whatever the, the, the parents of the you know the people in the community, the mm-hmm. parents, whatever they decide, whatever they want to do, you know, for their requirements, whatever they want for their children should should be what it, what what it is. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's and then they should tell me that if I was the person on the school committee, and then we'll get that get that moving. I mean, it's it's up to the you know, I mean,
0: on a very local level, right? You're talking Keep it local. About.
1: Keep it mm-hmm. local. Keep everything local, because Beverly's different than Nebraska. Mm-hmm. I mean, you understand? I mean, oh, I, do, it, I do.
0: There are state yeah. guidelines for graduation okay, well, right now. It's, yes. And and you're in support of those, or you would prefer it to be Beverly has its own guidelines?
1: Um, okay, fine. Right, I see what you're saying. Okay, I'm sorry for going off on that. Fine. Yes, the state of Massachusetts does a very, very good job okay. in education, and what the guidelines right now are in the state of Massachusetts you are just fine, and I'm saying keep the federal government okay. out of it. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, and as far I'm sorry, as, for the, sorry about going no, off. on no. That. And as far as the Common Core, yeah. um, I know you said you were opposed to mm-hmm. the Common Core. Do you want to share a few thoughts on why you're opposed to that? And because what do it's you the
1: federal s- government taking over the public school system, and that's just why oh, they okay. don't have their house in order. They don't have their own house in order. Why do they want to stick their fingers into something that when, that they don't have their own house in order right now, and we, and they want to. Expand and stick the fingers into the public schools. I just I mean, I, I just don't find it logical You got two, what is it, two wars going on I mean, they are spending a billion dollars a day on that war in Iraq I think that the federal government's like I've heard 77 trillion in debt I've heard 77 trillion in debt. Of course you have the, the pensions and all that stuff mm-hmm. um, You got cities like Detroit going into bankers bankruptcy because They're paying, you know 33 percent of their you know, of what the city is spending is being spent on pensions for people who are not doing anything,
0: no longer doing anything, right?
1: You I think the tax assessor in Detroit make, works two days a year and he makes hundred thousand dollars a year. I mean, so I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm just trying to, I'm, I'm, I'm painting with broad strokes. here. I'm mm-hmm. just kind of giving you a.
0: Which, well, you're showing us who you are, right? So That's what basically I'm that trying you're to do. Philosophically, believe right? In.
1: That's exactly what I'm trying to do here.
0: So, how would you balance your role as a school committee member and a taxpayer?
1: Uh, how would I balance my role? Uh, can you expand on that a little bit?
0: So sometimes something comes in front of you as a school committee mm, uh, member that will up your taxes mm, or that will affect you in a right. positive or a negative way. How will you be able to balance those roles?
1: Uh, okay. I don't mind spending money if it's going to be positive for my community, meaning if there's a pothole outside my street and a car keeps hitting and it keeps me up all night. I'll give you the money to go fix it. Okay. Um, I mean, I I just, I, 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 like I said, the school's going to cost, I've heard it's going to $110 million, right? Mm -hmm. I can't afford it. My rents just went up. Okay. Um, I would say that I would, I would, I would be concerned about uh, ta- my taxes going up, and I would probably, I would probably make decisions that would not result in my taxes going up straight up. Okay. What else can I say?
0: So um, I want to go back to the middle school okay, for sure. a minute. So we said it's about mm-hmm. one hundred ten million dollars. Yeah. It's going to be for grades five uh, through eight, yeah. um, and the condition of the Briscoe building is such that. You know it's a fingers crossed can we make it to the next three through the next three or four years yeah. that we need to in order to get into that new building what do you see instead if you're opposed to the hundred ten million dollar mm-hmm. building on a fiscal basis mm-hmm. primarily what do you see that we can do for our middle schoolers should we not have that new middle school building?
1: well I'll tell you um <laughs> contact david manzi's campaign and ask him i'm I'm sorry to have to bring him into this Uh, i'm sorry david for even you know bringing this up but he's got a a plan okay he's got a plan
0: so you're in support of a different okay
1: david manzi's plan um i don't i guess i I don't have the numbers in front of me but i mean i I mean just is just off the top of my head he told me that it's not costing 110 million dollars straight to my face okay i met the guy two times he said it's not going to cost 110 million dollars it's going to cost a lot more than 110 million dollars okay uh, he, uh, um, so if it's not, I mean, that's a lot of money. He said, I, I, I think somewhere around 120, 123 million. I don't have the exact figures in my thing.
0: That was the initial cost right. and they've done some renovations right. or, or sorry, some alterations to the plan yep. so that it's 109 mm-hmm. and change. Okay.
1: Well, that's what, that's two different opinions. Bookkeeping. Uh, I actually spoke to Paul Manzo about that. Um, and he just said, go ask David Manzi. So that's basically what I'm saying to you guys. I mean, Um, he's one of the smarter men that I've met and he would probably, he could sit here. I'm I'm sure, I'm sorry, David, bringing you, bringing you into this, but he could probably sit down with, and, and, you know, go over the facts and the numbers and stuff. I'm just basically saying that I support that plan. I'm on board. Great. I'm on board with that. Thank you. You know?
0: Thank you. In your opinion, what do you think is the biggest challenge facing the Beverly Public Schools over the next three or four
1: years? Um, I think... What I'm seeing, this is my personal opinion, what I'm seeing in Beverly is more and more people going on government assistance, okay? More and more people who cannot basically function in society and have to run to the government for money, okay? Free housing, food stamps, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And what I'm seeing is I'm seeing those people are having more and more children, more and more children, three, four. I met a woman actually today with four. Um, And what I'm seeing is more of the people who, you know, the more of the, the college educated, hardworking, you know, buttoned down people are having fewer children. One, two, because they understand that the, the, the financial, you know, responsibilities of bringing a life into this, onto this planet and what it's going to take you know, from the day that that child is born till the day that that child turns 18. And they understand how much it's going to cost. And I think that... I think, that, um, I think that people, and this, people are gonna hate me for this, but I think that you know, it's important for people to reproduce responsibly if you don't have any money and you're on government assistance and you are living in government housing and you have to go on food stamps, you sh- probably shouldn't have four children and, because that's just gonna flood the schools with more and more people, basically numbers. It's more and more and more and mm-hmm. more and more. And you have fewer, fewer, fewer people paying into it, and that's a problem. It's going gonna, it's gonna to topple at one point. It's, at some point, it's just going to topple. More people are going to be taking from the system than are paying into it, and it's just going gonna, gonna to collapse. That's my personal opinion. And you, do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah. More people are going to be coming in, you know? And, and it's, just, it, it's more teachers, more parking, more, 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 more.
0: So that leads me to my next question, and there are a few statistics, so I'm going to read this to you. In violation of its own policy, the school district has not done redistricting of the elementary schools for a long time. And it's also out of compliance with its own policy of busing students throughout the city to achieve equitable distribution of what's called high-need students.
1: Mm.
0: Today, the uh, district has a rate of about 36% high-need students. Heirs, Rileside School, has over 44%, yet North Beverly has under 30%. Please share how you would help the school committee adhere to its own policies regarding
1: those two issues. Okay, so basically what you're asking me is you want to transport people from one part of town to another? They do
0: that right now? Is that what... That, that, is, that is going on okay, right now in yeah. the city and the school district has a policy to try so the city's rate is 36% of high needs uh-huh. children um, and in, to create some kind of equity they bust children from various neighborhoods but they're out of compliance with their own policy okay. because Ayers-Rileside is over 44% North Beverly is under 30% okay. so how would you help the school committee really pay attention to its own policy
1: change the policy And change it to what? (laughs) Uh, Change it to whatever fits the needs. Change it, just make it work, make it work. Businesses do it all the time. It's called making it work, getting it done. Get her done. Larry the Cable Guy, just get it done. Just get it done. Make it work. I mean, businesses do it all the time. You know, make make things happen.
0: The high school right now is in its fifth year with a one-to-one learning model. Mm. Students have a laptop. Mm. That cost about $1,000 for parents. to lease, it's a lease to own program. Uh, uh If these high school students pay a sport or if they take the bus or if they drive to school, they're also paying fees Mm. for that. So if you have more than one child in the high school or even one, you're paying a couple thousand dollars over the course of your child's four years. How do you feel about fees subsidizing what's really a public free education?
1: Uh, Totally against it. Totally, 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 totally against it. I would say, uh, my personal opinion is, if the kids want all this stuff, make them work for it. Make them, make them do something in the community and work. Make them just go out and rake leaves, pick up trash, do something, contribute. Because they're not. I mean, I mean, for Christ's sake, we, we got a whole, we got a whole army of young, strong, you know, able-bodied children, you know, young people who are physically able to contribute to this, to the community, which has a lot of things that need to be done in it. Uh, and they spend their days sitting in a, at a desk, and um, you got old people over, at, you know, senior citizens over at Stop and Shop bagging groceries with their fingers so crippled with arthritis that they can't even move, you know, I, leaning up against the counter because their back hurts so bad. I would say just, you know, uh, in life if you want something, you got to work for it. Um, I would say try and figure out some kind of way that these kids could contribute to society. Uh, while in school and produce mm-hmm. revenue somehow.
0: There, for many of these students who do participate yeah. in sports or yeah. who um, drive and then need mm-hmm. to pay the parking fee, yeah. they do pay for that on their own, yeah. um, but it can add up. Yeah. And, and it's expensive. Well, then don't
1: drive. If you, if you can't afford it, don't drive a car. You can walk, ride a bike, jog. You know, Sometimes it gets a little cold, but you know what? Man up. <laughs> you know, I wish I, I don't have a car. I can't afford it. Okay? And I work. 60 hours a week. Nowhere to park in Beverly. Gas is too expensive. Just, just walk, ride a bike. You know? you know, you can't have everything you want. Can't always get what you want. Rolling Stones, Mick Jagger. No,
0: you can't. That's, that's very true. Um, there are many good things going on mm-hmm. in our public schools. Yet, if you don't have a child of school age, mm-hmm. you tend not to know what these things that's, are. That's for sure. So, communication from the school district is really lacking, and 75% of Beverly resident families, um, taxpayers, don't have a school-aged child.
1: Yep, that's for sure.
0: Would you please describe how you plan to engage and communicate with the citizens of Ward 2 and throughout the city? Sure,
1: okay. Uh, If you want somebody who can make change for you when you go to a restaurant, uh, you should probably be investing in the schools. Um, (laughs) If you want somebody who knows how to do If you own a business and you need somebody who knows how to do things for your business, you should probably invest in the schools. The public school system is where everything comes from. It's where everything begins. Where an American citizen becomes starts, and that's where everything you know that's where all the information they're going to have throughout their entire lives, you know, begins. It's in the public school system. It's the first thing. So, unfortunately, unfortunately, if we want to have a society, we're going to have to. Everybody has to. Invest in education and it's unfortunate you know it's unfortunate i i don't have any kids probably won't ever have any kids and and I live in beverly and it's very expensive and it's very hard for me to make ends meet because of you know because of what beverly is it's a you know there's all these things here. There's all these schools and things like that. And, and, you know, that's that's why it's so expensive. We're on
0: the ocean. Yeah. We've got a great hospital, that's right. a lot of places to work, yes. a lot of parks. It's, it is a wonderful place to live. Um, on my way out of work today, I stopped by Market Basket mm-hmm. to do my weekly grocery shopping. And on my way out from the grocery store, I was stopped by an individual who asked me to sign a petition to increase the number of charter schools in the state. How do you feel about charter schools?
1: I love Public schools, I mean, excuse me, I'm sorry. I love private schools, preparatory schools, uh, Catholic schools, all that kind of stuff. Charter schools, I think it's wonderful. Privatize it because if you want the best, if you want the best, if you want your kid to go out of that school you're ready to you know, take on this global economy and I mean, you, go for it, you know? Public, I mean, private school, definitely, absolutely 100%. Charter schools, yes, totally.
0: So you're for upping the number of charter schools that are allowed within the state. Of
1: course. Regards, okay. Why? I mean, why? That's the whole, this is what America is. You have the choice. That's about, it's a, you know, when businesses compete, you win, right?
0: In in a capitalist society, when there's competition, the consumer wins. Is that what we're saying?
1: Of course. I mean, Mm -hmm. if, if, if you have a choice, right? Yeah. You can choose the better choice. You have the ability to make a decision. Do I want, do I want to send my kid to a public school and have him exposed to drugs when he's in the ninth grade, or do I want to send him to a, a prep school where he's going to be, you know, educated by the, the best? Or send him, to, you know, do you understand what I'm trying? Do you follow what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. That's that's my opinion on that. Yes. Great. Uh, S. Yes. Yes.
0: Thank you. Well, we have a few more minutes before closing, so I'd like to give you the opportunity to give us a closing statement, maybe three or so minutes on um, your philosophy, what you hope to accomplish, your goals, and anything else you'd like to share.
1: Okay, sure. I'm calling out to every single Beverly resident that is able to vote, and I'm telling you that this upcoming election is the most important election in the history of Beverly, Massachusetts, because it's going to affect what Beverly looks like probably for the next 50 years. Right? Yes. And I'm calling out for 100% voter turnout in this election. Okay. If we get 100% 100% voter turnout in this upcoming election, there's nobody that can complain about anything. It, the, the people will have made their choice. There will, there's no debating that. There's no debating the, elect, the electoral process. Nobody can complain about anything, okay? And uh, we will be, and if we can accomplish that, we will be the best city in the entire country uh, because the people truly let their voice be heard. And I'm, I'm calling out for everybody that's listening to this or seeing this to go on you know, social media and just and get that word out and get that word out to everybody they can and let's try and get let's try to get this whole community this whole town working together trying to and let's try to get some energy here and try to get this whole thing everybody working together and try to get that done i'm talking the newspapers i'm talking the Salem evening news print it on the front page get everybody excited and let's 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 as a community let's see if we can accomplish that let's let's try to get that done
0: I have one more question just based on that. Sure. Uh, so you touched a little bit on civic responsibility, mm. and civics is not a part of the core curriculum here in the city, in the state, and how do you feel about
1: that? Civic responsibility meaning? meaning just
0: civics as a course.
1: Oh, civics? Mm-hmm. Well, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yes, go for it. Nothing wrong with that at all.
0: Offering it as an elective, or do you think it should be a mandatory course?
1: Um, if some kid doesn't want to sit through it, don't make him sit through it. But If, if someone's interested in that, you know what? You know, okay. and if you can't afford it, bring in a volunteer that does it after school. I mean, just but if you want, if you want to have access to that, that's great. You can also go on the internet, and you can. There's college courses on YouTube. I mean, you can sit there and, you just, and sit there, and you can. It's the same thing. You know, mm-hmm. if you want to learn, there's a million different ways to learn. You know, go read a book. You know, go to the library, do any of that stuff. You don't have to sit in a public school to learn. You know, and also I wanted to say that i um, I think that uh, I think that churches. Are very, good, um, are very good for the community. And it's very sad that there's a separation between... I, I personally believe that this, it's, it, the, the separation between church and states, you know, it's, 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 it's bad because there's so many things that churches have to offer besides going and sitting there on, a, on a, a Sunday. There's so many different things that they do. They do church suppers, clothing drives, food drives, community activities, and there's many, many different churches. So you don't have to... You're not trying to be forced into one, you know, certain type of, you know, religion thing that they're trying to put into you um you, they're buildings that have function halls and and they're a valuable source in the community and they're are and a place that people can go and learn and it's free and you probably want to donate some money or something to the church but i mean you, you know you don't have to if you want to learn you don't it doesn't necessarily mean sitting in a class you know, with all these people. Do you understand? Lifelong
0: learning doesn't have to be in a structured environment.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. That's basically what I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah. Well, Adam, um, this is about all the time we have today. And I would like to thank our guest, Adam Hartman, who is running for school committee as candidate for Ward 2. Thank you for joining (laughs) us today. Thank
1: you very much. My
0: name is Maria Decker, and on behalf of BevCam, thank you for joining us.